everybody. Welcome into Road Beers, the first uh, off-topic Letterman Row podcast. I am Austin Ward, joined by my good friend Jeremy Birmingham. We are both in our respective quarantines. I'm in my bunker. In the, in the bunker. We, Berm finally decided to talk me into doing something uh, that was not just going to be solely Ohio State football related. And I kind of thought about it. I was like, maybe this would be the perfect way to finally convince this small number of YouTube commenters that think that we hate each other, <laughs> that we really do get along. No, so, no. Berm, why, yeah, well, first, why are we doing this then? Why are we doing it? Well, here's the thing. Um, we live in a very serious world, and uh, I think occasionally we just need a chance to bring bring the personality out, you know, unleash the inner beasts that we are. And right now, why not? We, we are obviously going to be in a very, we're going to be in a very specifically uh, non-sporty time. And I think that for the majority of people who follow us on Twitter, social media, Letterman Row, YouTube, from spot to spot over the years, like, I don't know, maybe they care who we are as people. Maybe they don't. If they don't, they won't <laughs> listen. If they do, then great. If they don't, cool also. It's a cathartic thing to just kind of be able to shoot the proverbial poop with people um, in this very weird time when we're all just sitting in our houses, not being able to reach the outside world. So um, why not? Right. Yeah, why uh, not? Yeah. Well, we're obviously, we've got a little more time because we're not going to the Woody. We're not covering spring ball. That's fine. We're trying to kill some time like everybody else is right now. Uh, but I, I'm, we were talking about doing this, you know, it seems like it was about a year ago that we were in North Carolina and Virginia, but you really kind of wore me down on our, our road trip when we were having some road beers um, last week in Charlotte to do this. And I, like, I kept coming back to this fact, who cares what we have to say? Maybe this will be the only episode we ever do. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. It's just wild to me that anybody uh, would find us as entertaining as you and I find uh, our pairing. Yeah, but see, I think ultimately for me, that's kind of the thing. Like, uh, I don't care if people don't listen. I'm going <laughs> to, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to talk about this stuff regardless. Yeah. And you can listen or you cannot, uh, or we can talk about it here, or I can talk about it by myself. Because <laughs> I'm going to, I'm still going to be sitting at home for these next few weeks or months drinking coke cherry vanilla zeros yeah uh those are called cvz's for anybody out there there's also of course the ovz the orange vanilla zero the traditional yeah. just z yeah. um so as we embark on like world war z <laughs> it's totally different for austin and i because there's a whole like lineage a whole like vocabulary of just beverages for road trips like there's the well, ba World War Z is when you go to the Woody and they don't have any zeros uh, in the Coke machine. Yes, because you see 50 Ohio State media members climbing up the walls wondering <laughs> how the hell they're supposed to get any caffeine in their system when there's no Zs. Because despite the fact that we're all fat, we all try really hard <laughs> to, to, to only drink zeros well, as though as though we're in some way doing a better thing for ourselves. Well, I have to drink the zeros because I drink so many road beers like that. You know who doesn't drink zeros? Tell me. Chives. Oh, yeah. Chives doesn't drink soda. I mean, yeah. yeah I don't chives uh, for everyone and, listening. 
There's chives. Hey, that's a, everyone. This, yeah. this is called a chive buy. It, this is the it's chive a perfect buy. segue um, for a chive buy. Just for the record, you guys are talking about how people. You wonder if people care what you have to say, but like when I first joined the team last year, like I was. Who instantly are you anyway? <laughs> this is I was instantly entertained. Hey, I was instantly entertained by you guys. So Very chives, everyone. All right, he's trying to tell a story here. Let him do All right, it. My B. Go ahead. Instantly, I was pretty entertained by you guys just because like, the stupidity is awesome. And so <laughs> like, like, I think people are going to like this show a lot more than you guys think they will. Uh, I, I think, I think right. that people, people get a sense, Austin, I think, of um, when they watch like Letterman Live or um, Practice Reports or any of those kind of things that you're like Captain Serious. Yeah, I think, um, and I I don't give a shite about that. So like I'm just kind of me, uh, and it it looks like I'm having a, a an attack of my hands every time I'm talking or whatever. But who cares? Ultimately, we're just here to talk, and um, I don't think that there's a better spot to talk uh, about right now, a better thing that we could possibly talk about than to introduce to people listening to this. Why Spencer Holbrook is nicknamed <laughs> I thought we were going to save that for not the first five minutes. No, no. Of, I think it's your- very important because he doesn't get called Spencer unless we're in our professional uh, voices. Yeah. And uh, I think it's important that people know who Chives is so that they can make sure that on social media and stuff, he changes his handles and okay, well, to Chives. Well, let me make sure I'm going to have to, he's going to try and jump in here and ruin the story. But we, we were on the way, the three of us. And part of, part of the inspiration for road beers, of course, is the hours upon hours that we spend in the car together traveling and all of the very weird conversations and inside jokes that we have uh, along the way. So every, every road trip winds up with some sort of bizarre theme. And we didn't really know for sure what it was going to be when we left for Rutgers uh, what was that last November? It feels like 10 years ago. We left on Thursday to try and chip away, uh, on the travel and we were going to get, no, wait, wait, let's, let's back that up. Why did we really leave on Thursday? Well, we, we were going to do work on Friday. There's multiple reasons here. Obviously I build in, uh, places that I want to go drink beer into our road trips. I think that's what you're hinting at. So we were going to go to Trogues in Hershey, Pennsylvania, chop up the travel uh, and then we're going to get there early to New Jersey, go see Luke Whippler uh, on Friday, do actual work because we do a lot of that when we mix it in with our fun. So we had to scramble. We only had, what, 45 minutes at Trogues. Yeah. Uh, I was right. able able to get two flights in in a hurry, and then we loaded up with, I don't know, a case. We bought a case of beer to go uh, before they closed. So we are going to go back to our hotel and you were working, and you requested a beverage from the refrigerator. You asked Spencer to uh, get you a glass, I believe. And he stands right. up at the edge of the couch, so he's about three feet away. He says, what do I look like? Chives! <laughs> and I said, uh, usually it's a little more elaborate. I'm sorry we don't have video right now to, for the hand mo- movements, but picture like jazz hands. Chives! And jazz hands and also like exasperated shoulder movement. Like, what do I look like? Like, <laughs> like he could have been like doing a tap dance with a big flourish at the end. Yeah. And so I, I'm, I'm standing there. I'm like, what did he, did he mean to say chives? Did he, did he trip over his words? Was there, 
what else was going on here? Chives. Like, what the hell is chives? And we just, we don't know how to react to this. And then chives, why, you know, he explains it, that it's some joke from uh, an episode where a butler of some Nickelodeon show that came out when we were both 20 years old. How would we have ever seen this? And everyone, like, I mean, he's found, chives, you found like one person who thinks that they would have got that joke. Is that right? Yeah, just one. But once you show the once you show the, once I showed the YouTube clip, it made a little more sense. But yes, I probably should have chosen a different name, and now I'm stuck with this nickname. But uh, what what was it about? I mean, okay, for everyone the uninitiated, those of you who have grown up without a butler, um, like every <laughs> like like everyone, uh, he meant of course he was referencing of course Jeeves, but he went with Chives. But here the the funny thing about this is not that he said Chives hoping we would catch his own inside joke. <laughs> he said chives because he thought it was Jeeves. <laughs> and then and then had to backtrack himself and say, wait a second, why am I thinking chives? And then thought to himself, self, I'm thinking chives because of this TV show. It wasn't like he was trying to catch us with the joke. This is true, Mr. Brim. I mean... <laughs> That's why it's funny. It's not because he was one step ahead of the game here. He's he was literally, literally saying chives instead of Jeeves. It's uh, just that's so anyway, uh since that day he's been chives and uh But the that wasn't the only joke on the Rutgers trip. It's just the one that stuck the most. Well, it's well, gonna be I mean, the most permanent joke that we ever have from any road trip. Usually I mean, they come and go. Like I I can barely remember them the second we get home, because uh, I gotta get ready for the next one whenever we hit the road again. But you this one You I know mean, what the Rutgers nickname, one was though. I, I know, but I'm only the, the gonna Rutgers ever one, focus on all right, that's hit, fair. Hit us with it. Hit us with it, Chives. The, the Lubranos. Don't forget the lubes. Yeah, we'll see. But that is, is, the, so Rutgers, the, Rutgers just has lasting memories because Berm and I had to carry that over from. Right. That's actually that's trip. actually a residual inside joke. Yeah. Uh, so that that, that, that was one I can't, the Ryan Ginn episode. That one I can't really count you count you in on because that this would be the second time. Wow. Let me turn off these uh, notifications here, um, as we uh, obviously have some difficulties recording the show for the first time sorry about that um i think it's funny though that you call me captain serious and that's a nickname that i don't call you it well you think the world thinks it that's why they think that's why they think that's why they think we hate each other all right so if i just of course everyone thinks i hate tim may too so okay why why do you hate us who well, why do you hate us so much, bro? I everyone everyone I wants to know. Well, I mean, I didn't know we were going to go down this path, but <laughs> if we're gonna, if we're going to get dark, let's get dark. Yeah, uh, I, I, I I don't hate anyone uh, really. I uh I I I think it's funny because see, like the world just. I have like a a I don't know resting jerk face or whatever. Like I don't sit there. I don't sit there and smile like when I'm not talking. Um, I don't even, I don't generally smile while I'm talking. So like, I just want, I just, I try, I'm trying so hard to look like I'm like really seriously invested in what you guys are saying. Yeah. That it may, 
Right. Because I, all I'm thinking about is, Ooh, when can I talk next? Ooh, when can I talk next? <laughs> so I don't really care. Like I'm listening of course, so that I can, so I can jump in whenever, but um, like I don't have a way about me. I don't have a countenance that says, you know what? I'm interested, but I'm also not angry. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe I need to find that face. I don't know. I don't know where to find a face. I, I really just wanted like to dive into the few like personal things that we hear because like that one has been going on now for the full two years that Letterman Rose has been in existence and you and I have worked together beforehand, but we weren't as frequently uh, on video. And that was a brief harrowing experience at, at the previous place that we worked. There but, were moments, there were weird moments. Yeah. Um, but it's like, that part is, is funny to me that, uh, like even, even Allie, uh, my wife, she would read the YouTube comments cause I never, ever pay attention to that stuff. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, to admit that to all of you right here, right now, but I just, I don't have the time for that. So Allie likes to read them. She thinks they're funny. Sometimes you read them. You like to be uh, involved in that and, and pay attention to what's going on there. And it's like, and Spencer will, will tell us, you know, what people are talking about there if, if there's uh, technical issues that we need to address or whatever. But the, it kept coming up like that, that you and I didn't get along or that I hated you or, or you hated me. And it's like, I was like, if these people only knew the amount of hours that we spend together, we couldn't yeah. possibly do this job and run Letterman Row uh, if, if we didn't have a really good relationship. Yeah, I mean, I don't see a whole lot of opportunity. I mean, honestly, there's not even really time to hate each other. I mean, <laughs> the, the reality is 95% of our conversations involve sports, pop culture, or, or beer. Right. And if, and the other 5% of the conversation uh, doesn't allow for us to be uh, cordial, then, you know, we're probably just terrible people because 95%, if 95% of your conversations are about sports, movies, uh, music, and alcohol, uh, I mean, I, I think that it's a pretty safe spot to start as far as just like, where you go I mean, because the other five percent of the time could basically just be like oh i mean in all, in all honesty the other five percent of the time is just us asking or talking about directions to get someplace well uh, which which oh, obviously no. yeah, I, I need oh, boy. <laughs> that was a chive by yeah so uh even even last week um once we even got back to columbus berm is got to be the most confused driver uh, in the history of the planet and he loves to drive. So that's really uh, a problem for me because I have to constantly be sitting shotgun while he makes the wrong turn. We got like even back to Columbus last week and he decided to go the wrong direction in a, on a road that he's been down a hundred times. Um, any Saturday that we show up at a stadium, it's guaranteed that he's going to go uh, either down the wrong way over one way or completely around the wrong side of a stadium or, or back out of Lincoln, uh, back towards Omaha. I, I don't, why is it Berm that you struggle so much with directions? You had to sit there with your GPS on all last week <laughs> and you, and you still miss turns. I don't, um, I've never seen anyone struggle so bad. I don't know. I guess because I'm, I'm thinking about the world hot wings and, uh, 
Yeah. And sometimes I just, I want so badly to go a different way. You know, I'm tired. I'm not the type of person, honestly, who just likes to be told, you know, do this or do that or go here. Then, or why, go do you there. Use, then why do you even use the GPS? You refuse uh, to send it off. I, I, I like to be, I like to be told where to go. Uh, mostly that's the primary reason. <laughs> um, but no, uh, yeah, those are two conflicting ideas there. The, the fact is that sometimes I get distracted just by like, the ridiculousness of what we're doing. Um, uh, sometimes I'm, I, I, okay. I mean the member last year when I got lost turning into the Woody and I mean, I've yeah. been there uh-huh. 7,000 times in my life and I still went the wrong way. And yeah, I, I, was, I still, I still have to tell idea. myself, I still have to tell myself to this day. Okay. Don't turn down this road, turn down the next one. There's no, um, there's no like, it, it, there's no muscle memory involved there for me at this point when it comes to the Woodrow and my travels. And and to be honest, as I did last week when we were uh, at the gas station in uh, West Virginia, sometimes I just do it on purpose to piss you off because yeah. I think I think it's funny. But uh, I guess ultimately, uh, this is why I work from home most of the time because you get you would get lost if you had to. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've, I'm not going to say I've never got lost walking to the bathroom, but I mean, uh, <laughs> it, it's, it happens rarely. Yeah. You know, hey, very Austin, rarely. Yeah. Can you tell the world about Berm and my first road trip with Berm going to Indiana? Because I think you tell this better than anyone. I don't remember this. What happened? Was I there? <laughs> Berm. Austin, you can take it from here, but but I want to revisit when Berm took us through Hilliard instead of just getting on 270 to get to Bloomington. I was yes. going the way that the GPS said was fastest. The end. Very simple explanation. Moving on. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a good point though because it you know Chives getting is getting his first taste of it, and we go to Indianapolis 15 times a year because Ohio State has a standing reservation in the Big Ten Championship game for football, NFL Combine. Uh, they're either going to, you know, Purdue some years, Indiana. It's it's pretty simple to get from Columbus to Indianapolis. I think all of you who have ever lived in Ohio or Indiana know that you probably need to make one turn, and you're going to get there. It'd be very hard to mess that up. But we're only half a mile from my my uh, residence here in Northwest Columbus uh, by the Ohio State Airport, and and Burham decides to drive us down. 33, uh, through Hilliard, um, Berm. There's a hundred yeah. different ways that you could have got on the interstate to head west to Indianapolis, and yet your over-reliance on the GPS and mandatory trying to follow where they tell you to go, it killed us. It absolutely yeah. killed us. And Chai's yeah. got to sit there. It's like, this, is this what I'm getting into constantly? Uh Hey, you know what? Tell Chives to get old enough to drive a freaking rental car, and then he can take us. Okay. Okay. By the time by the time this uh, quarantine is over, he might. Be- Meanwhile, baby boy's in the back seat with a diaper, sucking on a baba. Okay, daddy's got to drive. <laughs> daddy's got to. I have to drive us there. Okay, I'm responsible for all your lives. All right, and guess what? I'm going to go the way the Jippus tells me to go because the Jippus said this way's faster, and so my only. Only concern. <laughs> the only concern I have is getting us where we're going as fast as possible. Okay. 
Well, I appreciate so, Until we get there, then I turn the wrong way. <laughs> that's but that's because question. I'm just checking out the surrounding areas. I've got it all figured out. It's like when I go out to eat at a restaurant, I have to face the door, right? I can't like sit be with my back to the door because I have to be able to scope out the scene. So right. similarly, uh, when we're driving somewhere, I like to make sure I check every corner uh, that the building is sitting on by doing a complete driver on the block at least once, sometimes twice. Yeah, really, really do appreciate you keeping us safe. Yeah, it's all uh, about just due diligence. You know, pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, how has uh, COVID nineteen quarantine been treating the Birmingham household? Um, well, it's not easy. Uh, you know, we we uh, have three dogs. And, uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're sort of themselves and normal. Um, but you know, uh, my wonderful wife has two daughters that are my stepdaughters and, uh, they, they're, they're less wonderful than the dogs sometimes, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> having to, uh, learn how to be teachers whilst trying to handle this, uh, job and everything else. Um, it's not quite as bad as you'd think. I mean, you know, they have a, a packet, they have things they're supposed to be doing, but at the same time, you feel like you're in a position where you kind of, uh, need to be over the top and making sure they're doing stuff because otherwise they're just going to sit around all day. And then you feel like, which is fine, but honestly, it's not even that they're sitting around that would bother me. It's the fact that when they're sitting around, they're constantly asking for stuff. Yeah. You know, because then it's like, I need this. I need this. I'm like, well, get it yourself. You're almost 14 years old. <laughs> That's sort of been the problem with uh, Liberty and having a two and a half, almost uh, almost three-year-old now is that she has already started asking for stuff, but she actually can't get most of it herself. Yeah, yeah that's so, awesome. So both Allie and I, you know, have been working from home. We kept her home from daycare this week, which I think will be closed by next week anyway. We won't have that option. And it's just... Um, Man, it it's wild. You you get a new appreciation for what you're paying for with your daycare, home your care, care provider or teachers and what they have to do every day cuz man, this is this is just brutal. I'm used to working from home and having it to myself all day long and it's uh, really easy to get through the day. This is a I I, I can't I don't I, I really hope that this doesn't extend uh, like everybody else you know, that much longer into May or June, but. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It is. I mean, there's no, what we can't, we're not going to get all cereal here, but um, I mean, there's no way for us there. We we're just, we know the girls aren't going back to school. Like they're just not going back to school till September. So um, we're just trying to find ways to be, uh, to make sure they're doing their work, but also to make sure they're not hating life. Um, yep. you know, and then there's Spencer who, you know, Chives just bought a new a PS4 last night and, and, uh, diving deep into the, into the world of online gaming. So, so life is hard for everyone is what I I'm saying. I would, it would be great to, uh, and I have a PS4, but I just don't ever get to play it. You know, Spencer, obviously has a full-time job now and he works really hard. We give him a, obviously we joke about the chives nickname and we really do love uh, having him on our team, which is why we joke about him so much. But like, man, it'd be great to not have to uh, have the kids running around or the dogs and, and be 23 and just finish work and be quarantined and play video games. Like, but, but also 
I'm I'm training a cat that has been in my home for three oh, days now. Wow, wow, wow. So oh, this, did you name me, it? Did you name it COVID? The COVID cat? No. It is his name is Theo. You should, you should. He's that a cat right. that my girlfriend and I now have. And he's uh, he was scared the first couple of days he was in the apartment and now he's just kind of becoming, you know, ornery and uh, yeah, so it's not all well, rainbows. Yeah, because it's a cat, here. Chives. It'll never love you. No, no, seriously, Chives. And I'm going to say this, and, and I, I want to be very clear. I'm not one of those people who is anti-feline. Like, I'm a, actually, a, I like cats. Oh. Um, uh, but, I, but I also like myself enough to not have one. <laughs> so, uh, I... He, he, he told me about this in Indianapolis that it was coming, and I, I feel like he's never been more scared to admit something to me than the fact that he was about to get a cat. Because uh, I I am anti-feline. I, I, I'm glad that people have pets anywhere. You should. They're, they're magical. Uh, I really miss uh, our dog. We're, hopefully we'll have another one uh, to uh, fill out our house soon hey, enough. I've, I've told you, whenever you're ready, Bree is... No. All, Chives, I'm no. sending you over a link in Slack right now to uh, the Franklin County Dogs uh, Department. Um you know where you can look and see what dogs are available for uh, rescue in in Columbus, and why don't you just do yourself a favor and dive all the way in here, okay? Because here's the thing, and I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing, Chimes. You and the gal pal, you guys are thinking to yourselves, "Hey, let's get an animal. Let's see how we get along here." You're going to be stuck living here. We're 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 in this quarantine. We may as well be we may as well be pet parents. Cats don't count. Cats don't count as pet parents. Because you are the cat slave. Hey, do you want to know something? Cats cats are cheaper than dogs in the rent category. Do you know why and, they're cheaper than dogs? And my cat was free. Chives. Oh, free. Look, at, Chives. look at him trying to justify a cat. Remember, was, remember, you get what you pay for, Chives, okay? I was attacked remember. by a cat when I was, uh, I don't know, four or five years old just scratched all to hell and I've never forgiven. Maybe it was just one cat, but you can't be, you can't know for sure. That might be the way that they all secretly they uh, are live their lives. No, so it's not even I a hope- secret. It's a pub. It is a public display of hatred for all people. Yeah. I rem- There's this thing that I've heard before that dogs, uh, you know, the way a dog thinks first, the way a cat thinks a dog, you pet a dog, you feed a dog, you let a dog outside, you take a dog for walks, you pet a dog, you do all these things, and the dog thinks to your, thinks to itself, wow, that person is the greatest thing in the world. They do all that for me. And a cat thinks of it this way. You feed a cat, you let a cat out, you pet a cat, you, you coddle a cat, and the cat thinks, wow, I must be the best thing in the whole world. <laughs> and that is the difference. There are plenty of... Okay, look, $18 dogs here. Chives, this is the time to find yourself a true life partner, a true fur pet. Oh, look at that one. She's adorable. But oh. you better hey, you better stop before you wind up with number 4. I've to, I'm already, you know, I've told you that Bree is is ready uh for you to to enter the Shea Ward whenever. No. All right. All right. You're your dogs are not capable of living uh, with liberty, and I have been a lifelong miniature schnauzer owner, and um, that will be our next step. We tried to 
get a rescue in that uh, regard last week. Came up I mean, short. Back in the now. What's that? Do you have a name picked out for the for the next one already? Or well, we kept the last the last rescue. You know, Gibson. We left his name. We thought it fit. It was awesome. He was named. They found him running around the streets of Nashville. So they named him after the guitar uh, manufacturer there, and we le- we left it. Um, as long as as long as they are, they know that name already and answer to it with the rescues, we're we're usually I, I would be content to leave it alone. Yeah, I mean that's not a bad name though. That's unique at least. I mean when I when I rescued Psycho, her name was Coco, <laughs> and I was like, mm, I don't think that. Uh, yeah, okay. So my my husky, her name is Psycho, uh, and I I did I kept the last the syllable. Yeah. Because dogs only really hear one or two syllables anyway. So that's where I went. But then with Mac and Bree, we went with uh, things that are named uh, in for, for cheeses, basically. Mac right. and cheese and then Brie, of course. Um, because, you know, like 95% of our conversations are about sports, pop culture, and alcohol. But yeah. in my house with my wife, 70% of our conversation is about when can we next eat cheese. <laughs> So that's, you know, that's really, uh, it's an homage, 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 um, Spencer. So look, I I mean, I appreciate the fact that you are giving this cat a home, but be advised that the cat is going to take over your home and eventually you'll be living on the street. I would say be prepared as well, because it will definitely attack you at some point. And I just hope that you can survive. Uh, I was lucky enough to escape my encounter with a, a very dangerous cat at a young age, but we can't, we're not all that lucky. Um, so I wish you the best of luck in that regard. Well, what do, what do you guys I, think? Go ahead. Go ahead, Spencer. I, is this a, it sounds more like a fear than a hatred. It's a catervention. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, bo- it's both. We just hit again, the 30 minute mark and Berm made Again, I like cats. Okay. I'm like, I want to be very clear. <laughs> I like cats. I think cats yeah. are are interesting uh, creatures. Uh, but I've learned that I I don't want an animal that I have to like earn its love. Like right. I just don't. You know, to me, the point of having an animal is that you come home, no matter how big of a dickhead you are that day to other people, the dog still loves you. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so. Chives brings up a good point. We are going to have to eventually get some sort of counter, the tape tape uh, counter for your for your puns, which you love more than almost anything in the world. Uh, you've already made one there. Chives will have to get on that. The other part is when all three of us were just now talking over each other. Eventually, uh, we're going to be back in Letterman Row HQ, and we'll be able to have these conversations face to face, and won't have to just wonder when the next person is going to talk. So, uh, I I hope that as time goes on the show will get a lot better uh, than what it is today and that we can continue. Let me ask you this before we, before we go, before we go here. I'm not ready to go. I haven't, we haven't even talked about the Taylor Swift bracket yet. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't know how, how, how much time we're really trying to invest, but (laughs) um, what is like the one thing right now in, in the whole coronavirus blabbity gook that's happening that you guys find the most annoying most annoying yeah like i mean because everyone's going through the same thing we're all dealing with you know the repercussions of this stuff and but like is there a certain thing or like 
not opinion necessarily, because I know the opinion that's going to be annoying to people is the one that's like, oh, who cares? It's just the flu. Doop, doop, right. doop. Yeah. Um, but I, I just could not possibly care any less than I do about which celebrities get the coronavirus. <laughs> I actually, uh, I think I disagree with that because, um, I mean, some of them are such fringe, like, uh, who is it? The the mom from the Kardashians or whatever took a test and was negative. I probably didn't need that update. Uh, what what's her what's her name? Jenner. Her name is Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. Yeah. So that shows about how much attention I pay to the Kardashians. But um, I mean, that showed up in in my timeline on Twitter. But I think that if the if celebrities didn't get it, like think about one of the turning points when we were in the car last Wednesday driving back from North Carolina and the whole world is getting ready to shut down. Think about what tipped it. The NBA having a positive case with Rudy Gobert and when Tom Hanks uh, announced on, on Twitter that he had it. Like, yeah, but that's because everyone likes Tom Hanks. Well, yeah, but, but people wouldn't have started taking it as seriously, I don't think, unless high-profile cases existed because the odds at that point last Wednesday that you knew somebody who was infected or exposed – were infinitesimal. They just there weren't enough of them. They weren't even testing anybody really in the U.S. at that point. So you couldn't put a human face on on COVID nineteen and the coronavirus until Tom Hanks is like, "Hey, I've got it," or you know Idris Elba or whoever, "I've got it." And then people are like, "Oh my You've god!" You've got it. <laughs> like until these people got it. You know, I think that's what it took for it to, for people to take it seriously. Like, so. I mean, I understand it from that point of view. And somebody brought it up to me the other day on Twitter. Or somebody mentioned that like magic. It took Magic Johnson getting HIV for people to take AIDS seriously. Like mm. for and I'm like, yeah, because everyone stopped having protected uh, unprotected sex. <laughs> yeah, it, there's, it never happens anymore. So like, I mean, I'm like, okay, well, uh, maybe, I mean, I think it's obviously it, it, it moves the dial for the news and stuff. And, uh, I just don't, I just don't care. Like I, 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 I couldn't possibly, I, 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 I we're all in a position where there, where you're risking exposure to yeah. this virus, wherever you go, it's everywhere. It's probably been around for a lot longer than the last two weeks. So I don't know, man. I just want people to like be normal. I think I've got. I've I got think the, the thing that's part. most. All right, hit it. Chai bye. I I am so annoyed with the amount of people my age still going on spring break. Oh, preach! Did you see that video yesterday? Look, man. If I die, I die. I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. <laughs> like, Bruh. thank you, Ch- thank you, Bruh. Chad. Get back to drinking natty lights with Brad on the beach, and when you get coronavirus. Do not complain that you can't get tested. That is a very Chad attitude. A ch- it's a Chattitude. <laughs> Ding. There's two. These idiots just think they can still go on spring break and they're invincible and they can just go wherever they want. It's like Florida was one of the first states to declare a state of emergency. So where do all these college kids flock to? Florida for spring break. Like, give me a – come Florida. on, guys. You, my generation is so Florida. damn stupid. Florida should be under martial law for a thousand different reasons, but um, the the state uh, of of uh, it can't happen to me or it won't happen to me or if it does happen to me, it doesn't really matter that much is fascinating. Awesome mounting. That's that has been hard to believe, um, but that's you know that's 
that's not even just related to spring break people. I think we all know that there are uh, adults in in Columbus, Ohio, and not heading down to Florida that are still, you know, the bars were, were packed last weekend right after it became clear that the last thing you should do is be at a bar. And, um, I, I, you know, I've, I've kind of wondered if a full 14-day shutdown was necessary for it, but uh, I don't make those calls, and I'm not an expert on any of that stuff. I'm trying not to weigh in one way or the other. I think the most the thing I'm getting most tired of is seeing and hearing about how toilet paper is sold out and not on shelves. I, I don't a I don't understand it. B I think the jokes are pretty well worn out, and and C why are people doing it? I don't. Why are all this? Why is there all the toilet paper gone? I don't know. I you know, I went. Go ahead, Spence. All the good jokes have been wiped away, right, Austin? Oh, my God, no. Oh, my God, that is just shitty, Spencer. <laughs> Putting, <laughs> t- letting letting Berm influence your jokes. I mean, tell me that you weren't in Athens at this time last year making terrible puns like that, Chives. I mean, did he do they this? Were, Does he make you were, do this? There were some puns, and just I've always quarter. been... I've always been like a dad joke kind of guy. Like I really enjoy the puns of that of like the general dad joke, but yes, Berm has made it even more evident that I am like way ahead of my time as far as like I'm 23, but I'm actually making jokes like I have two 16 year old kids. Yeah. I like it. I'm a big fan, big fan I, of that. I don't, I don't. But you know, the thing is I've, I think I've gone to Kroger. Uh, we live literally a four minute walk from Kroger. Literally? No, I mean, literally. I mean, you know, that's the correct application. It is a four minute walk. Um, and uh, I think I've been there or, or Angie's been there 15 times in the last two weeks and I still can't find pizza rolls. Oh boy. You know, you know so really? like while we're talking about stuff, you know, people being put out, I mean, I, I can't find pizza rolls. All right. I went uh, on Sunday to get some provisions, assuming that they were going to shut down for the week. Tons of pizza rolls at Giant Eagle. We're we're fully stocked over here. So, wow. boy, that's that's I hate you hate to see it. Well, which kind though? Because I mean, it, it's, it's got to be the Totino's pizza rolls because any other kind is basically trash on a bag. I, uh, why would I get? You said pizza rolls. Oh, like, right. That's I mean, true. I'm not going to talk. He didn't about say pizza nuts. Like, uh, I'm not talking about. Yeah, thank God he did. Oh didn't. my gosh, do not talk about pizza nuggets. How, just, what, how, how many frozen pizzas did you buy for this pandemic? Any uh, four. See, Angela like went to the store. She's like, "Oh, I bought all these pizzas. We're good." I'm like, and I'm and I look in the freezer and there's three pizzas, and I'm like, "We're good for what? <laughs> You're good for one evening." Like we, this is we're not prepared for anything. Yeah. Um. So you asked what flavor we got, Allie. Uh, she loves the traditional cheese, just no, uh, no flavor. And she hates pepperoni on any kind of pizza. So she doesn't get those, but I, I definitely bought uh, some pepperoni pizza rolls. I was tempted by, they had a new one that that I hadn't had before pepperoni and bacon, but you know, sometimes she'll go, Oh, she'll spice it up with triple cheese, but she just likes basic. She's a, she's a basic B when it comes to pizza rolls. And really pizza as a whole 
Um, I don't know if I should talk about her that way on this first episode of Road Beers when it's also our anniversary, our wedding anniversary. But oh, it's your anniversary. Congrats! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank I you. I didn't even know. Oh my gosh, we're sharing <laughs> this together, you guys. I know it's a really big day. Um, Jake Carton left Ohio State on your anniversary. Yeah, he did. Like that's um, boy. What a turn of events that was for Chris Holtman. Today is the, it's supposed to be the first day of the tournament. Chives was looking forward to covering his first NCAA tournament as a professional journalist. Then on the day that it's supposed to tip, Chris Holtman loses DJ Carton. Didn't even get a full year out of him. So we actually do talk about some. We're at, we maybe will talk about some sports on this show. Like that's well, going to be know, that's one of the biggest like flash in the pan, like crazy, you know, seasons. That was such a huge deal when when Holtman landed him because like this is going to be the, this is him doing his thing on the recruiting trail. It's starting to build momentum and then poof, like almost all of that class might get wiped out. Yeah. I mean, we obviously don't talk a, a, as much about basketball on the site as we probably could. Um, but you know, for those of you that are not aware, I actually like basketball more than football in a lot of, a lot of cases. Whoa, why so, are you, why are, we're admitting um, a lot of stuff on the first show. Yeah. I mean, we're just, we're just deep diving. Um, so it, it's, it's difficult, um, to understand how these recruiting classes in the last few years. And I, I may, took a shot at the 2015 class on Twitter earlier today, but, um, that class. And then this 2019 class, like, how the heck do things go so wrong so quickly? And it's so weird because in basketball, if you miss on one or two guys, it's like your entire class is ruined. Right. Oh, well, who cares? It's basketball, basketball, basketball doesn't exist. The world's falling apart. Everyone's dying. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's pretty crazy that the tournament, like, everybody kind of waits for that. You know, you look at, the way our coverage worked out and, and Chives did a pretty good job with that, with the limitations that he has when we have to devote almost all of our resources to football. But like, this is the time of year when everyone's really ready for it and everybody wants to take off work. And it, it's an odd feeling. The last eight days have been odd, of course, but today's that, you know, one more reminder, this is the, an event that everyone kind of traditionally would stay home for anyway uh, and self quarantine to go watch their brackets implode. And you take that stuff out, it's just like day after day um, that you're stripping away normal life. And, uh, you know, I don't yeah, know. But it's like, what else can you do? I mean, that's the that's the hard part. I mean, if we're going to really talk about it, that, that is the challenge here. Like, what else are you supposed to do? We can't just be like, okay, everyone just go do what you're going to do and let 3 million people die. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm a believer in some cases when it comes to – if something's going to happen eventually, it should happen immediately. Um, mm -hmm. And especially when you're dealing with something that's a, with the public health, like the sooner everyone just bites the bullet and says, okay, we're going to do this, then the sooner we can get back to normal life. And um, I'm, I, I don't want college football to be pushed back or delayed. And I think we're, you know, the, the more stubborn we are about it, the more likely it is it's going to happen. I think, you know, one thing I do agree about, and it's tied to celebrities a little bit, but more to our college football world. Like, if Ed Ogeron is being the voice of reason uh, and going and talking publicly, you know, Ryan Day, you know, did it from his own Twitter account yesterday. Uh, Chris Holman for Ohio State did that as well for basketball purposes. But like, Coach O and Ryan Day, 
the message just has, has to be to these people. If you don't take it seriously, you might not have college football. Like that's all you need to say. Stay home right now for two weeks. And even these even these guys that Chives is talking about doing keg stands down in Florida on the beach and being idiots. Like you don't want to be able to go uh, tailgate in the horseshoe next year, so you can go on spring break. I know it's hard to think about the future for some people, but if you don't, if if people aren't proactive, there's a real chance that that would impact college football season. And that that trip, hey, I want to go to Oregon week two for an exciting non-conference game and uh, and the road beer opportunities that we could have uh, in Portland and Eugene are, are off the charts. I can't, I don't, I'll stay at home as long as it takes to make sure that that happens. Yeah. Obviously, there's a, we have, uh, we're financially invested in that and we can't afford for college football to go away. But for anyone who, like me, I prefer college football to, you know, anything definitely basketball uh it's my livelihood and i love it and i would i would want as a fan to do anything i could to help just to bring back college football yeah and i just want chad and brad and all those guys to just you know relax man yeah Pick chill up, out. just chill bro just chill bro bro chill bro hey, hey random um oh yeah how much cooler was AC Slater than everyone else on Say by the Bell? Like, isn't it sort of weird that he, like Zach was such a poser. Let's be very clear. Zach Morris was a poser. Mm, a poser. A poser. Hmm. Okay. Spencer, Say by the Bell was a uh, very popular TV <laughs> I know, show. I know. I know. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah. I do agree. Max Zach was, was uh, that version. Boy. Uh, I, I don't know how to process that description of Zach, but I, I think I was going to put it in context for Chives that he could understand it. Like Max uh, and his magic tricks. He was Saved by the Bell's version of Chives. <laughs> All right. He's a That's, reference that, that almost nobody would understand. I mean, that, yeah, that is, that is difficult. That's <laughs> difficult. Man, that's difficult. And I say that as somebody who still has no idea what show Chives is from. Who, do you think that Kelly and Zach were like the best couple, or do you think that Zach and and Lisa was a better combo? Uh, well, what about Zach and Tori? I don't count Tori. Okay, because she's not a primary cast member. Well, she was briefly. Yeah, but briefly because everyone knew she sucked, so they got her out. They're that like, wasn't what happened. They were ha- they were ha- had contract issues well, with, oh, with sure. Kelly and Jesse. They did. Sure. You sure. need to do your research on the Tory paradox, man. I, that's a timeline I don't even like agree to. I don't even believe it exists. Do you remember when I sent you that fake script about? <laughs> yes, say about yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to share that with some people at some point. That was, I I went down a boy. You've really got me started here now because I went down a deep hole. Uh, rabbit hole of Saved by the Bell and the Tory Paradox sometime in the middle of last season. You were working and I was reading 15 different stories about what happened during the last season of Saved by the Bell. Um, <laughs> that's neither here nor there, I guess. The best couple is obviously Zach and Kelly. How can, it's the best, That's the best television couple in the history of scripted cinema. Holy mackerel. That is a, that is a bold statement. Oh, who are you going to throw in there? Jim and Pam? No, certainly not. Jim and Pam are awful together. Um, Pam basically ruined Jim's character. That's neither. Here, that's also neither here nor there. Uh, the best 
television couple of all time is one that you haven't even watched the show, which is Jess and Nick, a new girl. So, mm, okay. That's so, a good uh, take. Bert. Do, do your homework. Take, do your homework on that. Son. Well, I have a lot of time uh, available right now to, to binge watch. What, what else are you watching right now? Uh, I am watching the outsider on HBO because uh, mm-hmm. I'm a, you know, Stephen King freak. Uh, and, uh, that's really it. Um, because we're, we're trying to decide where to go. If there's stuff we want to rewatch or stuff, we want to wait for new stuff to come out. I, I have, uh, started watching hunters on Amazon prime, which is also very good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm only, I'm only one episode into that, but that show is, uh, that that's a pretty crazy one. So what about you chives? What are you watching? Uh, Doug, the girlfriend and I just re- just started watching uh, Parks and Rec because she's never seen it. Um, we actually just oh watched the Sandberg episode. The to Sandberg be able episode. to go into that, wow! To be able to just binge watch Parks and Rec straight through and never seen it—that's that's a golden opportunity right there. Yeah, so she's enjoying it. Uh, we we got through the Office because she had seen most of it, but not all of it. Um, and we're waiting on the full season of Brooklyn Nine Nine to finish up, and then we're gonna we're gonna binge that full season right. at once. Yeah, Patriot well, Saint. Chives, you Chives, you need to uh, provide your opinion. Who is the best scripted television couple on, on on a TV show of all time? So Jess and Nick is usually my my safe bet because I understand most people have seen New Girl, and it's just a very very wait most people have. It's I a very would, good show, there's, yeah. There's no way that most people have seen New Girl. What does most, most mean? Like more than 50%? People. Yeah. And most when when, you, when we say have. see it, do we talk are we say, are we saying that they've seen the entire thing or that they've watched a sode? Well, I mean, I you guys put on multiple sodes when we were at the Fiesta Bowl, so I've now seen a couple sodes. Yeah, but I don't think Girl. you really invested in it because you were so worried about when the Manor House was going to open. Yeah, that's true. I was, I was, I was much more worried about where and how I was going to get craft beer than you guys just chilling out and watching New Girl. Like, I couldn't understand we, why you weren't panicked about the beer situation, and that bothered me more. So I was really in a bad, bad place there. The whole week was a disaster. I just, we just thought it was going to happen gonna, on our own time. You know, <sighs> I think we should probably talk about Jake Peralta and Amy Santiago. They're probably number one. That's a good point, Chives. Um, I, I probably yeah, I probably would have needed to go there uh, instead of Zach and Kelly because I mean Zach is just he's not a poser. He's just a dirtbag. Um, the the schemes, the way he takes advantage of every other member, cast member, and his principal and his teachers is just mind blowing. That they thought they were going to build this kid's show uh, or teen show or whatever they wanted to classify it as around this guy who was just such a terrible human being. I've, I've watched probably um, every YouTube episode of Zach Morris's trash now. And as you guys have never seen those, they're amazing where they break down all the, the hideous things that he does to his people and his harebrained schemes. And it really just, it changes your whole perspective on what exactly we were watching when Saved by the Bell was on the air. Although that was like 10 years before Chives was born, uh, it, it just, it's staggering that they were yeah, allowed but, to but make Screech, that show. But, but Screech deserved all of it. That's true. I, mean, I, think, 
I think Screech. <sighs> Screech, man. I think he's the worst character that has ever existed on any television show. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I'm. I'm a person who would love to argue with you about that, yeah. but there isn't an argument. Yeah, I think have that's got to be. It. Have you ever? Have you ever uh, been introduced to <laughs> Have you ever been introduced to Ross Geller? Uh, come on, Ross is not as bad as Screech. Oh man, Ross is kind of insufferable. See, I used to like Ross, and then I got through the entire show, and then I was like, man, he is just horrible. Well, I think Friends would have been better off if at some point Ross fell out of the apartment window. He should have just married Emily, moved to England, and they could have got on with the show without him. Right, right. That was their out, and then they didn't take it. Oh, or wow. like in, in the yeah. episode with the pivot, pivot. If like the if the couch would have just crumbled on him, and he would have fallen on the steps. That's three options wow. already that we've just come up with to write Ross off of Friends. Well, I mean, what else do we have to do right now? Let's rewrite the whole damn thing. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you're still dodging it because we're we're not going to take the show past the hour mark. We got people have other things to do with their lives. Oh, and why will you not answer? What you know, I know you filled out a Taylor Swift bracket. Why will you not answer? I, you and I, I on every road trip, at some point, turn on the Taylor and let the miles flow by. And we've been doing that ever since we started working together. So the fact that you won't give me an answer is very disturbing. I don't I like just, it. As I've told you in private, I do, <laughs> some things are sacred. Austin. Um, no, but the reality is I, I feel like there's two very different tailors and I don't think that they should all be combined into one bracket. I think that bad blood is probably the worst song of hers. Um, just for the record, I hate that song. Um, but that's only the first, that's only a first round matchup that you're talking about now. Yeah. But I'm saying that doesn't help me. That song is totally, um, terrible right and so it's indicative of this new taylor that i think that you almost have to have a a new taylor bracket and an old taylor bracket and then put them in a battle for bracket supremacy i I don't know i just these are such terrible are her holiday songs included (laughs) well they didn't make the cut i i I thought the the way he used uh you know how much how many what is it how many how high they charted as a way to set the seatings like there was some thought put into this so there's no way that the christmas songs charted high enough to be on this bracket the best version of any taylor swift song is the one that you introduced me to when she does red with vince gill that's the best taylor swift song best version of any song of hers i couldn't believe it when that just suddenly appeared as an option for me to download on apple music because it was like Wow, I think Allison Krauss is on there too. Uh, that's a that's a power trio right there. Stripping down red, um, red didn't go uh, very far for me in my bracket. I know Chives actually took actually had the courage to write some stuff down, and they were pro- they were wrong, but he did wrong wrong. Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh boy, what, I mean, listen, if we're you talking have, Chives did, and lists, we we can. <laughs> oh, that's another episode. Didn't you say? You had Speak Now making a, a Cinderella run? I said, and I will pull it up because I will quote myself, Speak Now is definitely the double-digit seed that could make a Final Four run if it got hot. It wouldn't even get out of the first round against White Horse Chives. Come on. 
Yeah, White Horse is running away with that one. I'm sorry, that's a blowout. I don't, I don't know. And you know, I think among the new, I think among the new stuff, like I think Style might be my favorite, like new Taylor Swift song. Sure. Um, so you know, I'm all over the board. It really just depends on my on my mood. I don't like a lot of the new stuff from the Lover album. I do like Cornelia Street. I like that song. Um, you know, I hate Teardrops on My Guitar. It's obviously it's the first song. It's kind of you know whatever. You can just brush. Oh well, that that's, a, that's a fourteen versus three matchup. Should have said no. Yeah, that fourteen years old almost uh, for think, that one. I so. should have said no. Was knocking out Teardrops in the first round. That's a fourteen versus three upset. No question about it. I think the thing we need to talk about is how terribly seeded all of this is. Like a lot of this stuff is really badly seeded. I think I, we should make our own. Well, I'm I'm actually going to make a Lonely Island bracket that probably the three of us are the only ones that will fill out. But um, considering that that is the true uh, artist catalog that we know best and um, use primarily to get through road trips. I think that that's going to be the most fascinating one of all time. But I just, you know, maybe Berm now won't fill it out because if I don't, if I don't separate the albums and uh, the different no, time periods, Lonely Island hasn't completely changed their style over the years or the direction of their of their music. Taylor Swift has. So if you had a Beatles bracket, you would like. I agree. Would, I would. You know what? I would say. I would say the same thing that there's the pre-drug Beatle and the post-drug Beatles and. uh or, or like post, you know, uh, hallucinogen, hallucinogenic drugs, Beatles, you know, I, I would say the same thing that they almost have to have a separate bracket. That doesn't make any sense. Like they don't just put together a NCAA tournament bracket. It's like, oh, well, the big 10 is over here. We're going to have a special tournament for the group of five. Like everyone has. Are to you continue. telling me that they don't divide the, 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 the leagues by, um, uh, the, by their division. When it comes to college basketball, you have D one, you have D two, you have NAIA. There, there's, are there's you suggesting that there, that Taylor at some point was an NAIA artist? I'm suggesting that she is playing. I'm suggesting that, uh, old Taylor is like, uh, the NFL playoffs and the new Taylor is like, uh, the the NBA playoffs. It's a different sport with a very similar structure. Well, it's a different sport when Ohio State is playing a Mac school like the Bobcats, but it still counts. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, there's some Mac hate there. Come on. Well, this is we've a gone through, podcast. We'd gone through the whole podcast without talking about the Bobcats and Frank Soul, which I had to get it in before the gun. Let's leave it on that note and let no. everyone know Spencer Holbrook, aka. Shives wants to build a Frank Solich statue in Athens, Ohio. That's misinformation. We'll have to to talk about the. That's a that's a different that's a different episode. Um, You have to pick a Final Four right now, Berm. I can't do it. You have to. I can't do it. I mean, what are we doing this? What are we going to do this podcast for if you won't even participate? Listen, 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 Linda, listen. There are too many songs and too much to consider to just do that willy-nilly. So by the the time we record our next Road Beers, R-O-W apostrophe D. No, it's not going to be called that. I will have a final four, and uh, we can sing them all together. This is unbelievable. All right, what, uh, what are you drinking for home beers? 
Uh, I have just uh, some Kona Big Wave uh, right now, and uh, I also have um, a, a white chocolate ale that I've brought to you before, uh, which okay. is delicious. Yeah. Um, and that, that's where that's what I've got for okay. the rest of the week. All right, I've been trying. I don't to have see- breweries. I don't have breweries up here that can deliver to me. Yeah, they. I hope that they they can. But although you're a four minute walk, literally to Kroger, hopefully they're well stocked. They are. Uh, every if you've got places that deliver in your area and you are a big fan of craft beer, keep them in business right now. I'm trying to do that as much as I can, uh, and it, fill up the refrigerator uh, to maximum capacity. Our friends at Land Grant right now are doing uh, everything possible uh, that you could need, whether that's the tap room staying open with certain hours. You can do drive through with them. They do delivery. Yesterday I had Seventh Son. Yesterday or two days ago, Seventh Son delivered uh, with the antiques on high. They will give you a free T-shirt if you order a, a case with them. Um, got uh, Noctera that's close to me in Columbus. Kind of Wolf's Ridge. You got a lot of options, and these people are going to be hurting uh, just like everybody else. I know that what you do with your money is your, is your own business, but a lot of people are going to be affected by this, and we want to keep having – breweries at home and on the road where we can drink. We're going to talk a lot about beer as this show goes on too. Um, this one kind of got a really scattered approach. That's probably what's going to happen to all of these. But uh, at some point, we know a lot of you have been interested with what we drink on the, on the road. And we'll talk about uh, places that we go in the Big Ten, places we go around the country, what we've had, uh, recommendations. That is if people want to actually listen to this podcast, which I guess we're going to find out, bro. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't care if you want to listen or not. I mean, I, I want you to listen. I mean, I want you to listen, but I'm not, you know, if you don't want to, that's cool too also. But, you yeah. know, what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? What else are you going to yeah, do? I'm going to keep saying that over and over. I what think that's probably he's Berm is broken. We've maxed out his ability to talk for the day. Uh, so we're going to shut chive, it down. Chive by, chive by, you got anything to say bye-bye, chive by? Bye-bye. Nope, chive by? just going to. Just gonna, just gonna drink we, my uh, wheat pray love from Mad Tree. Nope. And just gonna, out. just gonna pet right. my cat. Got just to, gonna sit got, here and pet my cat. Got some Mad Tree. I love it. At least, uh, at least that's coming from Ohio. I uh, hope you all have stay safe. Have some road beers or whatever it is that you want to drink, and maybe make it to the end of this podcast. Let you know. If, let us know if there are things that you want us to talk about, or if you care at all what we're doing. Uh, we appreciate it if you made it this far, and if you've been supporting Letterman Row and our coverage of Ohio State, we certainly appreciate that. And the next time you hear from us, we'll probably be talking about football uh, on Letterman Live. Uh, until then, I am Austin Ward. Chives has been on the boards, and Jeremy Birmingham, my buddy, is up there uh, homeschooling a couple stepchildren and trying to stay sane. We'll see you on the next episode of Road Beers. Thanks for joining us.